What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll get you a coin toss for week 9 and 10 featuring Ludacris and Seth Green. Coin and I will reveal the normal everyday activities at which we are elite. Of course, we'll give you bookie show picks, including our scalding hot Thursday night football picks, and Coin's insanely great Toto underdog picks. Lastly, Stumptown, and then we out. Let's do it. This is a satisfying pop tab right here. Mmm. Ooh. Good. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple satisfying pop taps. Pop wow. taps? Is pop that what tab. you called it? Pop, pop tab. tab. Pop tab. Yeah. Uh, and this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Did it. Hosts? I got to think about it every time now. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me. As mm. per use, Mr. 503, mm-hmm. word on the street is when he leaves the rookie show, he intends to have a longer farewell tour than Coach K. Elvis Coin, a what up coin. And when I'm on that tour, or I'm done with that tour, you can find me down at the Nolling Alley, a what up? No. At that Nolling Alley where Noel's throwing up like 197s, no big deal. <sighs> it's pretty damn good. I haven't gone back since. I might retire. No, I do have to hit 200 now. I wanted to beat you so badly. Giving you everything. What'd you get the other day? Huh? What'd you get? Uh, 189. I think. This is my personal best by like Mm. 25 or 30. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's nice when you're in the zone. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, it's good to be back, Coin. Good Good to be back, Noel. Uh, let's just dive right in. How about what? How, How about it? Might you be drinking this evening? Uh, as you can hear, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think I've ever sit on the the pod before. The satisfaction of popping this tab was phenomenal. Just so because you know. why? What was so good about it? I think uh, it it's like kind of got like the squared. You can kind of. I don't want to spill on my laptop. <laughs> it's kind of got like the squared tab top. Okay. Can you see that kind of? Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's like it was easier to get my nails under, and it was like very satisfying to pull into and to like open the beer. Anyways, any hoosers. I am drinking the Fort George Farmer's Annuary India Pale Ale. It is quite a lovely beer. I put it into my chili last night. And I, uh, it's got a. What kind of dog does Nate have? One of those dogs? A doodle? Some Labradoodle? Yeah. No. Yeah, Labradoodle. Okay. That sounds right. Okay. Labradoodle on there. Or yeah. maybe just like some kind of sheepdog. And then it's also got this sturgeon in overalls carrying two bushels of hops. Uh, yeah, and they just look like little buddies. Like they're the farmers, but yeah. one of them is dressed like more like a farmer, and one of them looks just kind of like a hillbilly. Animals in human clothes. Yeah. It is funny. Yeah. Makes me smile. Right. What's an yeah, annuary? Just, I don't know. I was kind of wondering like- the same thing, actually. Sounds like it's it, the root of the word is is annual. annuary. Like maybe it's like your once a year haul or something like that. I don't. Uh, let me, let me look it up. Why don't you look it up? Why don't you okay. look it up? But it's a good. What type of beer is it? Did you say it's an IPA? Okay. Good. Glad to hear. Oh, it's just yeah, annual, yearly. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Um, 
I, Coin, am drinking one that caught my eye here in the beer store. Um, okay. It is from Microphone Brewery, which is in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. Okay. It is called the Rhubarb Love. Oh, so, uh, I love rhubarb. I piqued my interest because I told you we went to that zoo brew thing a couple months ago, and the favorite beer I had at the thing was this milkshake IPA that had like rhubarb, vanilla, strawberry. Mm-hmm. This one is a... Berliner, Berliner style mm-hmm. Weiss ale with strawberry, rhubarb, marshmallow, and vanilla. Okay. So I had to try it. Um, I had not tried it before the pod. It's pretty dang good. I mean, it's definitely going to be one of those ones that uh, you only want to have one of. I think the, I think the one we had at the zoo was more of an IPA, and it wasn't quite as strong on the sweet. That's mm-hmm. why I felt like I could have had a couple, and I really, really liked it. This one, the first few sips are like, these. this tastes awesome. But I feel like once you, I get 16 ounces down, I'm going to be like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys go to a place where you can buy just one-offs? No. Oh, I do okay. not. So you There's had to get a six-pack of, of that? Oh, yeah. Okay, in fact, I still have five of the uh, ones I bought last week in the fridge, and I just bought four more. So mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. are a few. They do have a few one-offs, but there's usually a pretty limited selection. So that's Yeah, I have the same scenario going on. I know there's like – I have a bunch of probably – like a one or one beer from like each of like the last five or six pods, probably they're just sitting there. Yeah, like I drink I them every now and again, but not like that often. I figure they'll they'll get drank. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. I'm, I'm kind of on a diet until uh, Thanksgiving, so I'm trying not to drink too much beer. Mm. Smart, smart, smart. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that too. Yeah, it's going well so far. Um, any other beer notes for you, Coin? Yeah. Uh, Good beer. So, it, like I was just saying, so we kind of got done with uh, October. October was kind of a crazy month. We had, like, birthdays and a wedding and just kind of were traveling. We were running around all over the place. And so Nikki, a few weeks ago, was just like, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'd like to take it easy in November. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I bet you will. <laughs> like, as a joke. And she's like, no, seriously. And I think, you, I was like, all right, I'll do it too. I don't care. And then uh, we get to the first weekend in November, and she's like, let's go out let's go do something I'm like yeah i thought so <laughs> so we got to we ended up going to this like jazz club though on mm. friday night we were trying to go to some kind of just live music yeah um just to kind of figure out or uh just i haven't seen any in a while and we go to this jazz show just kind of on a whim and they've flown these flown these two dudes in from new york the one dude the main dude's a saxophone guy um bitching absolutely bitchin' soul patch on this man. I sent a Snapchat out to you and a few friends, I think. Um, And then this other guy, his buddy, I think he usually plays with, he came on bass. This dude was out of his fucking mind on drugs. Like, (laughs) (laughs) definitely on acid or shrooms or something. He's like playing the stand, like the big stand-up bass, you know? And every once, like mid-song, he'd be like going like this and he's like... And he'd be like opening his eyes real wide and like slapping it super close to his face. And he was like way off beat for a while every time he would do a solo. And I was like, is the main guy getting pissed or is this jazz? I don't know. I don't think I know jazz well (laughs) enough to like really be judging what's going on right now. But the drum guy got it and he was really good. And the piano guy was okay too. It was just the bass guy. I was like, this doesn't fit what's happening right here. That's really interesting. We went to a jazz club one time in Chicago I feel like we had the same thing happen. Like, I almost wonder if you have to, like, get accustomed to how they play, like, the jazz. Could be. Because 
I could have sworn the bass player that we watched, I thought the same thing. Like, he's not on beat. Like, he sounds horrible. Um, and I get, like, guy riffing not... and doing your own thing, but, like, yeah. there was a bunch of them where I was just like, this doesn't flow at all. No. Exactly. Exactly. And there was even a couple times where he was like, ah, shit. But there was something he was like, he looked like he was really feeling it. And I was like, this sounds terrible. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. What, a, yeah. what an experience. Yeah. Uh, but this place was super cool. Uh, pizza by the slice. Or you can, and they're like pretty fat pieces. Yeah. For like $4 or something like that. And you got fancy mm-hmm. drinks. It was a nice place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Saturday, sitting on the couch, kind of recovering. We ended up drinking a few extra after that. Uh, come to find out. Nikki got accepted as the new director of marketing for Salt and Straw. Holy shit. Yeah. Congratulations awesome. to Nikki. Do you know who Shouts. one of the biggest investors in Salt and Straw is, Noel? I do not know. It is, in fact, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No way. Yes. So... <laughs> I'm going to meet Dwayne, and you're going to meet Dwayne now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna meet Dwayne. Are we getting him on the pod? Oh duh! He can come plug Salt right. and Straw. I'll compile all the clips where we've ever mentioned Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Please do, including when we're talking about naming my children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, maybe we should wait to meet him until you have your kid. You're like, hello, this is my child. <laughs> I came very, very close to mentioning Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the next upcoming segment. But okay, I actually, good, good. I didn't. I didn't. I still could. Actually, I still will. Don't you worry. Okay, good. Anyways, though. Huge shouts, Nikki. Awesome accomplishment. Very happy for her. But then we did also go and celebrate by uh, getting pee drunk and singing karaoke. And then she fell asleep on the bathroom floor. So it was a good weekend. Good, good. <laughs> I did see that the last song was Bohemian Rhapsody, which I'm sorry that you had to suffer through that. Woo! Man, never ceases to just make me pretty pissed off. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, congrats, Nikki. Um, I actually, this is my first beer since the last podcast. So that's hey, good for you, man. But I did have several uh, bottles of wine on uh, Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> I could say that there wasn't. A, I saw there's a bottle of wine behind you. That one is actually oh. So shouts to me for being named man of honor in Mallory's wedding next time. Oh, yes. nice on the. Bride I love that side. she didn't want to have to pick one of her friends, huh? Exactly, exactly. Genius, genius. I'm very smart. It's kind of like planning a uh, best man competition, so you don't have to pick between your friends. <laughs> very smart. <laughs> Those knolls, the wishy wa- <laughs> They call them the wishy washy knolls. Everybody That's knows right. this. <laughs> but that bottle of wine is actually a customized bottle of wine with a picture of Mallory and Katie on it because Katie was asked to be a bridesmaid as well. Oh, that's cute. I I know. But no, Katie and I um, had a couple bottles of wine on Friday night and played a phase 10 card game. Played it? uh, You've told me about it before. I think I've seen uh, it. We just bought it, actually. I I think I've played it before, but it's kind of a rummy style game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It was good. I won. Okay. That's all I have for you for beers. That's all right, man. No, wait. I lied. We went to this Argentinian restaurant on Saturday, got these big fat chunks of steak and veggies, and they were super good. Also had some wine there, so. Hell yeah, dude. So the mm-hmm. wine, wine isn't count. I think it's less calories, right? I don't actually know if it is. It's, it, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's all about carbs, so. It's called a wine tasting, and it's classy. There, <laughs> it's called a flight, there, and it's classy. There are reasons. fewer, there are fewer carbs in a glass of wine than a beer, so. That's all that matters then. Yeah, exactly. Nice. 
Okay. The steak sounds so, good. I really could go for a steak. I want to go out and get one. You know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a big just go get a slab of meat guy. I'm not a big right. steak guy necessarily. True. But You they like had the accoutrement, the, right? They, I, I do like the accoutrement. I like it paired with carbs. You know, I want something wrapping it or on oh, top yeah, of it or time. underneath it. This steak had um, chimichurri, I think it's called, yep. which is like... The green sauce? Uh, It was like... I don't know. It was really dark in there. It might have been green. I'm not sure. But it was kind of like a textured thing on top, and it kind of gave it a little spice, Mm -hmm. a little extra. Um, And it was like served on this sizzling plate and stuff. Ooh, Uh, yeah. It was bomb. It was really good. I like that. Okay. Um, Now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I did want to mention before we get to coin flip. Yes. The other good part about the weekend. Did not drink Sunday, thank God. Um, Wait, did I pull a... No, Sneaky Bender was last week, and this weekend I was fine. Yeah. Uh... Has been a while. Little three and zero weekend for your boy. Mm, ah, football. Yes. Falcons pulling off. They tried to lose. Oh boy, did they try to lose? Super. Let me try, tell you. Yes. Yeah, I knew that would happen though. I kind of had a feeling we would we would lose the lead and then Matt Matt Ryan would go score. He's really good at that. Okay. Want a hundy gambling? Good weekend. Three fantasy teams. Three and zero, baby. Let's go. That's probably this is probably the best weekend I've had. Just I don't know if I've gone three and zero in fantasy and. When we consider that, like if like if you'd gone two and one in fantasy, would you have considered it three and zero? Oh? I probably would have. Probably would, right? So there's got to be like another. Sweep. We got to have a sweep. name for it. Yeah, the clean sweep. There's got to be a name when you also all three fantasy teams. Win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have not experienced such a, such a thing. Falcons quietly four and four in the playoffs. Falcons sneaky seventh playoff team right, right now. Let's yeah. go. That's pretty. Wild. I do not want this team in the playoffs. That would it would break my heart. Hey, could tell. if you could have just beaten the football team, you guys would be a nice five and three right now. Whew. Wow. Incredible. Or Miami. Wait, did you? Oh, you we did beat Miami. Miami. Okay, it was close. Miami and London. Congrats on the 3 0. You're you dominating man. me in, uh, in gambling this, this year. Although I did have a nice little bounce back this you week. You did have a nice little bounce back, but you got four, four and one. I'm sorry, we'll get there later. We anyways, will get there. Anyways, anyways. All right, it is time for the now bi weekly coin toss. Oh, I love it. That where now you usually go through it. I'm waiting for your sound effect. Oh, Oh, how could I forget? (laughs) I'm getting rusty. It's been two weeks. I know. I know. It has been two weeks. Okay, uh, we skipped week nine, so we're gonna split it up. I'm gonna do week nine, and Coin's gonna do week ten. Bingo. So Coin, I'm gonna toss this to you. So Coin, toss. Here comes the Coin toss. Here we go. Toss it right back to me, Noel. Let's go. I'll I'll toss it to Coin. All right, Coin. Week nine. In July of 1950, you guessed it, nine, a band called The Clovers released a song called Love Potion Number no. 9. Have you heard sure. it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a hit no, song. No, I have not. I'm kidding. Oh, you have not? No. Love Potion Number no. 9. All right. Well, you should l- listen to it. It is a. Uh, it was a hit. It's still played on a lot of the oldies stations. Um, Love Potion Number no. 9 was then the basis for a film with the same name which was released in 1992, starring Sandra Bullock. When Sandra Bullock was 39 years old, uh, she filmed the critically acclaimed Crash. You heard mm-hmm. of that movie? Mm-hmm. Crash. Which won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 04. She starred alongside an actor by the name of Chris Bridges, a.k.a. Ludacris. Ah, yes. <laughs> you have heard the name. All right, now time for some Ludacris facts. Ludacris, born in Champaign, Illinois. Mm-hmm. He moved to Atlanta at the age of 
Nine. Also the age he wrote his first rap song. Fuck yeah. Ludacris released his first album, Incognigro, which is a fantastic <laughs> name for an album. I'm just reading the name of the album. It's but so good. Released in 1999. Okay. Could have guessed. In an issue of XXL Magazine, his album Release Therapy, Re- Release Therapy was placed in the number nine spot for the most anticipated albums of 2006. That's amazing. We have wildly similar uh, clips this week. Yeah. We do a lot of ludicrous. Okay. Fun note. Uh, this is not necessarily nine, but I thought this was funny. In 2010, he released a single called Sex Room, which mm-hmm. peaked at number 69 on nice. the Billboard Hot 100. Hell yeah. People right, stopped continue. listening right when I got there. Yeah, I know. In 2013, Ludacris released a single with French Montana called Nine Times Out of Ten. And then in September of this year, it was announced that Ludacris was creating a children's animated series called Karma's World, produced alongside a company called Nine Story Media Group. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Of course, he starred as Tej Parker in this, in this year's epic action film, F9. Now... F9 stars one of the greatest actors, two of the greatest actors of the 21st century in Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel. Oh, man. Mark Sinclair. (laughs) Mark Sinclair. That's right. Mark Sinclair and Chris Bridges. Um, (laughs) Vin Diesel had to have been inspired by former bald action star Bruce Willis, I assume. That's how I'm making this connection here. How, uh, (laughs) How sure are we that Bruce Willis is his name? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Are you looking? Mm. Bruce Willis Wikipedia? Walter. But yeah. Is it really? Walter, Walter Bruce Willis? Walter Bruce Willis, yeah. Okay, Bruce's middle name? Mm-hmm. I like that. Anyway, sorry, go on. Walter Willis wouldn't have been a good action hero name. Ah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Walt Whitman. It's I'm too almost, close to Walt Whitman. Sorry, it is. You're, it you're, is. You're gone. No, I'm almost done. Bruce starred in the 2000 American crime comedy film, The Whole Nine Yards. True. In 1998, animated versions of Bruce Willis and Demi Moore paired up to take on Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman in Celebrity Deathmatch. You remember that show? Oh, oh boy, do I. <laughs> it was a tag team effort. Oh, I watched, that... I watched a lot of Celebrity Deathmatch <laughs> as a kid. And in that very same episode, Puff Daddy fights to the death with a man by the name of Trent Reznor, who is the front man of the rock band Nine Inch Nails. That was incredible, Noel. Uh, this is not the like not the paths we went like or uh, not the names or anything like that, but the paths yeah. we went to get to our Very spot similar. is extremely similar, like <laughs> okay. really weirdly similar. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Yeah, All right. Let's see. Uh, yours was really good, by the way. Thank I very you. much enjoyed that. I kind of got distracted at the beginning. Somebody was like pounding on the floor upstairs, and I was like, "What the fuck is that noise?" I about yelled at him. Yeah, that's um, okay. No, that's really good job, Noel. I love Thank that. Thank you. All right. Now, how about I toss one over to you? Okay, coin toss it to me. Perfect. In 1991, Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam released their debut studio album, 10. The album has found itself in many different positions over the years, but George Garner calls it arguably the greatest rock debut album of all time, and in 2013, Rolling Stone did in fact put it at number one on their... 10 greatest debut albums list. Nah. On April 10th, 1994, Cheryl Lavin conducted an interview with Seth Green where he mentions that after their debut album 10, 
Pearl Jam became his favorite performer. Seth Green is also known for his comedic writing and acting, of course, to us as the son of Dr. Evil, Scott Evil, and as co-creator of Robot Chicken, where he met his wife, Claire Grant, who he married in 2010. Nice. Seth would also go on to voice King Kong in the Lego Batman movie. During research of this, I found that the Lego Batman movie took three years to make, but had they been forced to use stop-motion animation, the project would have taken ten years. <laughs> Green worked with many notable actors on the movie. Will Arnett, Ray Fiennes, uh, Zoe Kravitz, Conan, and even Michael Sarah, who voiced Robin. Sarah is no stranger to blockbuster movies, though, as ten years before the Lego Batman movie, he starred as Evan and Superbad alongside co-star Jonah Hill as Seth. In the opening scene of Superbad, we see Evan and Seth talking about what pornography site Seth would should subscribe to when he goes to college. <laughs> Seth off- offers up possibly subscribing to Vagtastic Voyage. But you get access to a bunch of different sites and some weird fetish stuff, too, because he, quote, doesn't know what he's going to be into in 10 years from now. Evan, sends that, Evan says that sounds too dirty and his parents will see the bill, so he should choose something inconspicuous with, quote, what about, like, Perfect 10? Something like that, you know? Like, Perfect 10? That could be anything. Like a bowling website. End quote. Like a knolling website. <laughs> like a knolling website. <laughs> Oh, that was so good. Oh, I can't imagine there was a better way to end the end the ten with that quote. <laughs> I knew with like when I saw the word ten, I was like, I know exactly where I'm going. I just need to figure out how to get there. God, you got Doctor Evil. You really pulled out all the stops. Well done. The Lego movie stat was fantastic. Um, I was for some reason like in my head quoting the um, Scott Evil Preparation H scene today so really do you, me- do you remember that's that really one funny <laughs> yes um, i'd love some chocolate ass cream that one <laughs> yeah that's right that's right <laughs> that's a quote that i say or at least think of a lot that nobody mm-hmm. would ever get is preparations a through g have been a complete and utter <laughs> failure <laughs> <laughs> i just think that's, that's really the funny. funniest shit ever all uh, right oh uh, but i think it's wild that we immediately oh, went okay. both of us went oh music to start, mm-hmm. to an actor, to I'm pretty sure that Seth Green had a bo- hand in both Robot Chicken and Celebrity Deathmatch, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. back to whatever, back to actor, back to nine. That's amazing. <clears throat> it is amazing. We're uh, we're really dialing in these tosses. Yeah. People That's are getting shocked or just shocked that uh, we have this much overlap in our thought processes that, these days. <laughs> I know they are. They're like, wow. I thought they were so different. Mm-hmm. Okay, that has been. Another episode of the coin toss. Okay, coin for our next segment. Uh, yes. Why don't you explain what we're doing here for our next segment? So, we had discussed last week. Actually, this was uh, brought to my attention the other day when I was at the jazz club. So, I'm, gra- I'm glad I mentioned that already. Mm. <clears throat> It came to my mind that there's just a few things that I genuinely, in my heart of hearts, think that I'm just, like, better than at least 99% of the population at. Sure. And these aren't, like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm really good at beer pong or Mario Kart. Now, these are, like, everyday things. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be great at, I don't know, stacking shelves or bowls or, like, putting away, like, putting things in the dishwasher, which is, like, 
possibly one of mine, so <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have mentioned it. This is going to be funny. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's just things like that. I'll actually leave that one off because I, I want you to have it then. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go with things that we think we're elite at. Do you want okay. me to start Noel? Sure. Yeah. I'd love to hear what you have okay. your first example. My very first one, this is what inspired it from the jazz club. I genuinely believe that I am in the 1% of the world's clappers. I think I'm really fucking good at wow. it. I think I have a great like cadence to my clap, a great mm-hmm. noise that comes off of it. I think I look good doing it. Mm. Yeah. That's important. I just genuinely think. Can you yeah. tell me your your hand yes, orientation here? Glad you asked. Yes, I'd love to know. So I go uh, right hand into, like, you're barely crossing over, like, finger to finger. It's mostly, like, finger to palm on the left hand. Like So it's, like, a little bit sideways like this, though. So it's like... Okay, I see. You hear I that see. now? Nice, that and, noise and is? It's a it good is a nice noise. Yeah. Where are you aiming? You're aiming kind of up? Oh, on, when I'm sitting down? Yeah. So I'm leaning back. Um, it's yeah. like a 45 degree angle out. Like oh, 45 out. Up. Yeah, yeah. A 45 out. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's, and it's you quite think nice. you're on, how about like during a song, are you on beat? Can you clap on beat? Oh, I'm or always more on beat. Applauding? I'm always okay. on beat. Just want to make yeah. sure. Yeah. So this is both clapping in rhythm and applause. This is like applause wise. It's really, really good. But clapping in rhythm too, of course. Do you, how do you feel about being first and or last clapper? Of the, of the I feel like I have... I, I'm honestly not going to be first clapper. It's just not my okay. thing. Okay. Um, and I yeah. think I have a, a, enough awareness about me to where I'm not going to be last clapper either. I'm probably second or third through the wall, though, on clapping. Like, I hear that first one. I'm like, bang, I'm in. Boom, let's do this. Good reaction time. Good, good reaction time. Out. Really good reaction time, which I think is important. It, it is. It's one of the yeah. top five. <laughs> Thoughts on thoughts on clapping being a good, good clapping. I mean, this is the type of thing I was expecting from you. Okay, um, I think I'm a very solid clapper. Um, makes sense that you don't try to clap first because, like, you and I don't really like seek out attention or like everyone, no. anyone no, 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 like no, no, looking no, no, no. at us. I would never like, do that for anything. So, Mm-mm. okay, um, I'm not going to dispute it. Okay, I, I'd have to. I'd have to judge the next time okay. I'm with you and we're plotting. See, I'll this is what you. I was more looking for. Is I just want right. to hear what you think you're good at, so I can see it next right. time we're hanging out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, my first skill that I genuinely think I am one of the best in the entire world at is, this is the first one I wrote down on my list, loading the dishwasher. Um, was this also on your list? I don't know. We've definitely never talked about this. No. I am, I am like incredibly anal about loading the dishwasher. We Go definitely on. have not ever talked about this, and... <laughs> The, the the listeners are going to be surprised to know we once again have something in common because I am too. Like, I this will take is... out every single thing that Katie <laughs> puts do... in the discussion. <laughs> I would do it in our college house even. <laughs> yep. Just to fit it, it'll be Tetris. It'll be at the right angles. Oh, man. Like... Bowls. Bowls in the top. Bowls in Oof. sideways in the dishwasher. You're pissing me yeah. off real bad right Oh, there. please don't do that. <laughs> I've, I've started. Sorry, go I've on. I'm, I derailed the... yours. Go on. No, you're fine. I don't have a ton to say. But I definitely have some different strategies that I've evolved over the years, like putting big bowls on the top um, I've started doing. Um, okay. okay. I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, putting pans sideways, putting Ooh. handles of pans Ooh, okay. over the top, okay. or like at a 45 almost, and it still catches the water, getting plates in there. But I agree with you that I will just totally rearrange the entire dishwasher and find room for like four more things. I have a couple That's questions. Okay. Are you silverware 
like non-handle side down or up? So like the eating part, down or up? I will typically go the eating part up unless it's a sharp knife, and then I'll put it down. Okay. Is that correct or incorrect? No, I don't. Th- I don't think there's actually a better way to do that one. I think I generally go down. I think but just um, because I like the unload speed of taking it out. Like, like makes bang. sense. It yeah. makes sense. There's something in my mind that thinks if it's not buried in that basket, it's going to get cleaner if it's sticking up out yeah, of the basket. No, I, which is probably true. I don't know. It could maybe. be true. Yeah, might not be. So, um, I'm pretty adamantly against putting pots and pans in the dishwasher. Mm, okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, especially yeah, I because know. I live I with like if if I was just like me and Nikki, or you know, it's just you and Katie, like. It's just you guys cooking, but I'm always like, other people in the house are going to be using these. I'm just going to wash it and make it available right away. Fair enough. I think that probably goes for if there's multiple dinners being cooked per night. It's yes. probably a courtesy thing. more than Yes, anything. exactly. Okay. And pans are generally easy to clean. Like, so easy. To, that's my biggest thing is I was like, you're taking up like so much, like, like so much space. <laughs> and if you just cleaned it really quickly and put it on the drying rack, it's done. Like just chips. Like, like just, just chips. So uh, I get that. But then I, I go to my thought process of like, if I'm going to put anything in the dishwasher, I'm going to put everything in the dishwasher. <laughs> That's I'm not going to spend actually. any time washing dishes if I'm loading a dishwasher. That's fair. And I'll, I'll even wait for the next cycle. If I got a few left, leave it in the sink for the next cycle. Go <laughs> I both. love that, actually. <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, all right, okay, couple, well, sorry, a couple more because this is actually a passion point of mine. <laughs> this is actually that's a passion so, point. That's hilarious. That's a, it was funny. <laughs> I don't know I asked, how we've actually never talked about this because this is Katie, like, I get shit for this a lot. I asked Katie, um, like, name some things, just general everyday things that I'm good at. And it was the first thing she said was that's loading the dishwasher. That's incredible. This yeah. is the second thing I thought of be- after yeah. be- clapping because this is what spawned this whole thing for me was clapping. <laughs> Okay, what else? Jesus. On dishwasher. Um, so if a bowl comes out and it's dirty, do mm. you scrub? And also, do you like slightly wash before you put in dishwasher or are you just straight to dishwasher? You give it a little rub. Um, I, I'd i say back in college, I was scrubbing more than I needed. I've, I've I think that's realized, where I'm at still. I've realized that generally you don't need much. You don't need much. I'll scrub pan just a slightly just to get the real nasty shit out. But what I've gotten better at doing is is giving stuff a quick rinse immediately after I use it Bingo. instead of waiting. Because that changes stuff everything. That doesn't changes come out. the game. Exactly. Yeah. So clean as you go, clean as you cook. That's key. Yeah. I think that um so we just got a new dishwasher, which is super nice because it actually does make a huge difference. But like our old one I was just super distrustful of because it would always leave shit on all of our bowls mm. and it pissed me off. But, so I've, I've uh, really scaled back on how much I clean the bowl. I mean, every time I take them, I'm like, I bet this one's going to be dirty. And it comes out clean. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's fucking sick. This is good content. This, this is good. Is good I con- I, see, there's other people out there that are huge like dish freaks. Dishwasher, yes, yeah, stands. All right. That's a great one. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm passionate about this. So We're going to have to do like a um, supermarket swap style uh, competition where... We each are given the same items, and we have to load the dishwasher mm, and see how many that. you can fit and get them all clean. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with my next one, Noel. As um, a general orderer of food, I feel like when I order, people usually get food envy here. <laughs> no fucking yeah. way. Do you no, actually? No, no, have... just keep talking. Okay. Now keep going. Keep okay. Going. Uh, I feel like even going to, like, like, especially going to new places, 
I'm not going to say like I always branch out a lot, but when I go to somewhere new, I'm like, okay, this looks like something that's probably their specialty. I'm a big specialty order item orderer too. And I'm always like, you know, recently, especially now that I like, we're older and we actually make money, I'm always like, let's get that little extra fucking side now because it's going to be good and we're not going to regret it. Like we went and got pasta the other night. Nikki was like, Nikki doesn't eat that much. But I was like, but babe, what if we just got like a garlic bread too? You know, like just throw it on there. And it was fucking good. It was Mm. awesome. Yeah. So that's mine. We've been, uh, I have several things to say here. We've been, (laughs) we've had lots of talks on the pod about breakfast wise, going for the sweet and the savory. Um, We just went somewhere where I got some like chocolate chip uh, pancakes with my skillet or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Um, So agreed. Now, we I just had this conversation with Katie as well in preparation for the pod where I brought this up. But here's here's the thing. I think I'm no longer elite at this. And I think it's because... Because you order Eggs Benedict every time. No. No, I... <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. I think actually I branch a little too hard sometimes. I think a lot of times Katie and I identify what definitely is going to be like the best thing on the menu. And... She gets it, and then I go, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go some weird direction. And it ends up being like, I would have preferred just to get yours. Like, I'm kind of glad I tried it. So I would say I am close to elite at identifying the best item, but I try too hard sometimes. See, and I don't blame you there. It's okay. Things change when you get a girlfriend yeah. or a wife or whatever, because when we were at the same thing at the restaurant the other night, I was like, oh, I really want like the pork belly mac and cheese. It looks amazing. Mm. And Nikki was like, oh, I was thinking about getting that one too. Or the, um, Jesus, I'm fucking blanking on. What's like the really good meat, like red sauce pasta? Like bol- bolognese, bolognese or whatever. Yeah. Or bolognese. no, 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 maybe. No. Um, sorry, one second. I gotta, I gotta think of it. It's going to drive me nuts. Meat sauce? Mm. Uh, I Is it the incognito sauce? It's exactly what it is. Why? <coughs> menu websites that still have you download their menu. Get the fuck out of here. Are you going to the actual restaurant restaurant's website? Carbonara. Carbonara. Oh, Carbonara. Which oh, is that's... awesome. And I've had it before at that place. And it was really good. Yeah. She was like, she was like, oh, I was really thinking about that. But maybe I'll just get the Carbonara. I was like, okay, yeah. We can just like, I mean, share too. Yeah. But what happens when we share is that, like, Nikki eats nothing, and then so I end up, I can at least eat my whole dish, and then she's like, ah, I think I'm going to go with the mac and cheese one. I was like, I'm not fucking changing. I know what I want. <laughs> I was like, I'm not just getting the carbonara. Yeah, yeah. So right. I made the good choice there. It was, it was delicious. Okay, good. Gosh. Um, I, you have more questions? No, I think that was pretty much it. I mean, I think uh, it's hilarious how similar our thought process Yeah. Happened. We didn't talk about this at all. It was just like, you just said... Namely, I didn't even tell you the clap, yeah. the clap, uh, no. uh, the thought process going into no, it. No, not at all. Okay, good one. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I am one of the best in the world at writing emails. I'm just an elite wow. email writer. Yeah, one of the best ever. I think it stems from, and now I won't say I'm the most efficient because sometimes I'll put way too much time into writing just the perfect email. Um, this te- generally for work, but. This also applies when I was emailing my landlord to try to get him to knock some money off my rent after I signed for more rent and didn't pay attention to it. It's a whole thing. Um, Either way, I think it's because I have great grammar and I'm really into sentence fluency. Don't be starting this 
two sentences in a row with the same word or ending yeah. with the same word. Yeah, yeah, type yeah. of thing I'm always I'm always looking out for. Uh, decent vocabulary, making sure my tenses are correct. So, great email writer. I love that you put this one in there because this might surprise people. I consider myself a great speller and good grammar, and I know a decent amount of words. Mm. I'm awful at writing emails. Mm. I don't like doing it. It seems like a um, a thing that I'm just like wasting time on, like crafting when I could just be like, "Here's what you need to know." I'm done. Yes, like that's yes. all. That's it. And I get that there is because when I receive a good email, I'm like, "That was a nice email," <laughs> but I don't want to spend the time crafting said good email. You are 100 percent right. And over the past five years of the job that I've been working in. The amount, the, the percentage of the emails that I write that I put the time in to make a good email has gone down exponentially. Like now it's like maybe one a day that I'm actually sending. I'm now the guy that's like no punctuation, like two words responding because it, who gives a fuck? It's such a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But if I need to put my mind to it and write a nice email, I trust myself over anybody. I like that. I think I'm especially, I feel like my work now is like a lot of our work is done over like Teams or whatever, what have you, Slack. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I don't want, I'm not going to email you something formal. Like, I just want you to give me one answer. Like, mm-hmm. hey, do you have this style's units? And they're like, yes, here you go. I'm like, thank you. Perfect. I didn't need to lead in Be- with, hey, Allie, here you go, blah, 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 such and such. Like, just, this simple question, just fucking answer me really quickly. We pretty much daily make fun of the people on our team that take the time to say, good afternoon, Travis. Like on every single email. So that's not what I'm about. This is like to clients or like to formal like subcontractor things. Do you have a email signature? Have we talked about this before? I think we have already. I do. Not like a sign off. I just have my. No, 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 no. Do you have like Travis yeah. Knoll? Yeah. What, what, is, what does that include? Travis Knoll, assistant superintendent, Clark Construction, and my phone number, I think. Does it also include your email? No, because that's ridiculous. My biggest, I look for it every time now that I see a signature. I fucking hate when email <laughs> signatures include your email. Like, I just got your email. I know that. I understand that. Um, that is ridiculous. I will say, I guess the, the the thought for it is people are just copying and pasting and then throwing into like a spreadsheet maybe. so Could be. But, but either way, dumb. I think it's dumb. It's dumb. No, I do not have yeah. an email on good. my sign-up. Yeah. This is a really good one. I'm glad that you went through this. This is smart. Okay. All right. What else? My next one, Noel. I think that I personally am an elite nickname giver. Mm. I think that I build connections well with, like, multiple individuals at multiple times, and I'm always, like, kind of... Like, it's just finding, like... It doesn't have to be a crazy nickname or whatever it is, but I think there's always something, and I'm very good at it. It's Nicknames that I've that, stuck for years, too. Right. I would say um, I am probably an average nickname giver. It's one of those things that I wish I was good at. Everybody wants to be a good nickname mm-hmm. giver. So it's an important skill, and it's an important friend to have, the nickname giver. Bingo. Um, do you have maybe a favorite or top couple nicknames you've ever given, or am I putting you on the spot here? No, I do. I'm glad you asked. Uh, okay. I don't know if these are necessarily good, but... So I've told this story a few times before. This is like a thing I, I've always thought kind of this since I was like in the seventh grade. Mm. There was this kid in my class. His name is Chase Stevens. And he was like kind of chubbier when we were younger. 
And uh, he was, like, pretty good at, like, basketball and stuff, but he was, like, getting fat, and so I started calling him Twinkie. Mm. And uh, he hated the nickname so much that he, um, he, like, started working out more, and he, like, became really, and, like, he was good at sports, and he ended up going to college and, like, playing college football and stuff, and, like, he was good. And it was definitely because I nicknamed him Twinkie, but based off him being named Twinkie, his little brother became named Cupcake from, like, our football coach in high school, so that one stuck. I thought you were gonna go Chubby Chase, but I guess oh, not. Chubby Chase isn't bad either. But I mean, I think that's Twinkie made more print, sense. Yeah. We were we were just like you know, just it. keep it yeah. simple stuff right there. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm not gonna act like I came up with. Oh, crab was from the Taco Bell person, anyways, wasn't it? But like <laughs> Guam. But then like our whole friend group with the adding the end into like Joan Time, all those names are all that's all one thing too. Mm. So that's yeah. it. Hard to know okay. without seeing the person, but I feel like most people, it's, it's always like something little. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Good one. Um, Here's an interesting one. I think that I am elite. This is kind of hard to explain. Okay. When a song, I'm excited about it. a new song comes on, it's the first time I hear a song, and it's got a similar tune mm-hmm. to another song that I've heard before. I am elite. Sometimes it takes me a minute at realizing what song it is and then now now every time i hear that song i will sing another song to the tune of that song oh so i'll give you an example a song that you may or may not have heard recently that was on the pop radio a lot is jonas brother's song called leave before you love me have you heard that one Mm -mm. okay well i want you to listen to it and i want you to try not to hear last christmas as you're listening to it. Last Christmas. Okay. Maybe I have heard that. Maybe I have heard Take, that. It goes like, uh, I'm trying to, th- now I'm trying to think of how the Jonas Brothers song goes. Um, Leave before you love me. Um, shit, I can't even do it now because I can only think of last Christmas. Point is, the like background and the and the vibe and kind of the tune and the cadence okay. of the song okay. is identical. And then once you hear it, you can't hear it. So... I'm good at hearing those things. Is that a skill? Oh, absolutely, it's a skill. <laughs> okay, I good. I considered something similar. I mean, I definitely know what you're talking about, and I feel like I want to think I'm good at it, but I'm always like, I know this one, I know this one, and mm. I can't think of it, and then I have okay. to look it up. Mm, okay. Definitely. So I'm glad that it's like a skill of yours because I think yeah. it's very important. And I usually I ask, I'm like, oh, this sounds like that one, and I can like describe it, but I can't think of it. Mm, okay. So that's good. Well, I can name it. Next time, ask me. Mm, that's good stuff. I like that. That's a great one, Noel. Thanks. Um, all right. I got a few different directions I can go. I thought about something similar with that. This is kind of in line-ish with the giving nicknames thing. But I think that I am personally elite at the callback joke to something that has mm. happened in a group before. Like say like yeah. you're like you know you're getting together for a weekend something happens like first day and like somebody says something funny like I feel like I'm really good at reincorporating that same thing but like in a different way that like makes sense like the it's like the um like the drinking beers thing like the right. <laughs> like that like stuff mm-hmm. like that you know like where you incorporate that back into a group sure um I did not think of this but would you be surprised if I felt that I also was elite at Not at all. Scale? And I would say I would give you this even. You are very good at this. I would say that's one of the things that you and I like about each other. 
Yeah. Is, that, is doing yeah. that type of thing. So. Yeah. Yes. Um, probably, I would say of all the skills we've named so far, probably the skill I want to have the most. Yeah. Most important skill. I would agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay. Great. Thank you. I'll go with, I believe I am elite at saying thank you. Plain and simple. I always remember to say thank you and I make everyone know that they are thanked and I'm grateful for whatever they did. Even if they're just doing their job, I say thank you to somebody who's just doing what they're paid to do. My subcontractors, my coworkers, I say thank you to everyone. Shouts to Mary and Billy. Good for you for having good manners. Politeness. This is also a skill of mine. And mm. I would agree that I have. I'm very gracious to everybody, pretty much. I, I arguably say thank you too much to servers. Agreed. Like, too 100%. often. Yeah, even if they're doing a bad job. Every single you, time I'm getting a little watery fill, thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Every even if time. you got to wait for like 10 minutes and you're bitching about the waiter, like, God, this guy's taking forever. As soon as he comes, oh, order, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks. That's a good one. <laughs> it's a good skill to have. I mean, hey, why not? Thank you. Hey, thank you. Nothing nothing ever hurt by just saying thank you a few more times. Right. Thank you yeah. for ex- acknowledging that. Thank you, Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome, Noel. <laughs> All right. Uh, my final one. Ooh, this is a tough one. These these are all in different, completely different directions. I don't really want to do that one. How many do you have? I wrote down eight, just in case. Okay. This is kind of a weird one. Okay. Things I think I'm elite at. I think this is shocking, considering how blind I am. I think I have really fucking good night vision. Like, I can see really well in the dark. Wow. I have great <laughs> spatial awareness in the dark, and I feel like I pick out like shadows and stuff because my eyes are so bad. I feel like I'm so attuned to trying to find. Oh, anything. okay. It's your body is made up for it. Yeah, it's like you have yeah. sonar or something like that. Yeah. Is it possible that there is eye conditions that like your your eyes take in too much light during the day, and that's why you can't see shit? But at night, you're perfect. I like the hand motion there. I'm not. Is that what you think is happening? My eyes are just going like too right. much. Like, yeah, I don't. Wrong. I don't know. It's absolutely possible that like because mm. I'm farsighted that I'm taking in too much light at all times. Maybe if the world was darker, I'd have perfect perfect vision. I have to say, I did not expect night vision to be on the list. <laughs> I don't think anybody. This is shocking. This really took it tw- <laughs> took it twice. But I'm happy for you that you Thank have that you. talent. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, last one for me was going to surprise you. I'm going to say finishing my plate of food. I am elite at. I considered this. Did that surprise you? Oh, you did. Okay. I did, but I've, um, I've gotten bad at it, so I can't say it anymore. I guess this probably definitely falls in line with, uh, mainly just being polite and feeling like you need to eat your food mm-hmm. and not leave food on your plate, but I also just like eat a lot. Like I, you know, I can put down some grub. So yeah. I always finish my food, even if I'm kind of miserable. I'm going to probably shove it all down. So. Love that. Uh, yeah. The, this is definitely a skill I used to have since mm. like, getting out of college. I've kind of fallen away from it. I don't know what it is. I feel like, honestly, my stomach is like shrank. I just cannot eat like what I used to eat. It sucks. Could be. It'll be, it makes it difficult in those breakfast situations when I get the skillet and the, and the pancakes. <laughs> but somehow I fight through it typically. I mean, it's, it's impressive. Not 100% it's impressive, honestly. honestly. It's honestly But I impressive. do it, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great pick because you're right. It is it's just, it does feel polite. I'm not even sure if people really think it's that big of a deal anymore, but I think it's polite. I guess it's polite if you're eating at like somebody's home cause it makes you feel like them feel like you liked what they cooked at a mm-hmm. restaurant. It's more of like, you're just a gluttonous 
dick if you order a bunch of shit and then don't eat it and it just goes in the trash. Yep. Yeah. Kind of feels like it. Um, <clears throat> you got any honorable mentions? No. So that's five. Do you no, want to go through your five or run through your honorable mentions? Sure. I don't have honorable mentions. You can do yours first. Then we can run through. All right. Uh, quick ones. Yeah. Generally, knowing the words to songs. Like if I've heard a song, I feel like four or five times, I, I'm probably going to know basically most of the words to it. Okay. Like I, for, uh, for a while, I still had all my like Apple music on my phone. I probably knew the words to 80 plus percent of the music on my phone. No, oh, it's impressive. It's a good enough. Um, making over easy eggs. Okay. I think I'm great at it. Okay. Catching shit that falls off of counters. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Just like if something's kind of falling, um, I, I'm great at either snagging it with my hand or like stopping something from hitting the ground too hard by like moving my foot really quickly. And so mm. it like slides down. This is like a very proud of it. And then my last one is I think that uh, I'm pretty elite at getting along with parents. Except for okay. Ty Wiedemann's parents. <laughs> Snoop oh, no. does not like me, I don't think. Oh, interesting. That's <laughs> yeah. too bad. That's yeah. too bad. Um, good list. Very good list. I would say I'm not good at catching things off the counter, but I am very good at softening blows with my feet as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a fun thing to do. It's very like, it a, is. it's like a prideful moment when you like, yeah, even like, if it, fuck yes. sometimes it hurts, Yeah, it but does. it's worth it. it like, worth wow. It. That phone yeah. dropping on my, the top of yeah. my foot hurt. All right. My top five are loading the dishwasher, writing emails, identifying songs that sound the same, mm-hmm. uh, saying thank you and finishing my plate of food. Great list, Noel. Uh, my my five things I am elite at are clapping, both great sound and cadence, uh, picking food off of menus, um, giving nicknames, the callback joke, and night vision. Fantastic. <laughs> night vision really <laughs> throws a wrench in that list. Night really quick, do you have any dishonorable bad. mentions? I do. Okay. Bad perfect. skills that I'm bad at. Um, one, you, I'm sure you know this. Just not a great uh, navigator or geographical awareness. Um, I've gotten It's a tough one, man. I'm not sure who's in the elites for that. Here's the thing, though. Well, I would say Nate is elite at that. Like, oh, literally, you could drive. drive. Yeah. Mike Van Arendonk is amazing at really? this. Amazing. Really? Amazing. That is So shocking. good. Yeah. Listener? So good. Uh, is he a listener? Is no, he even no like way. a shout Too out? Too cool. Oh, okay. No way. Like you, I'll drive. Like if I drive Nate somewhere in a town he's never been, like he could drive us home after, like no matter what. Yeah, just because he just knows he's got. I a could gift. never. I could never fucking. He's do got that. a gift, man. Um, I'm gotten significantly better since living in a city where just having to know like streets and directions mm-hmm. and stuff is more important. And I kind of know the geography of the city. Like growing up, or like in Big Fork or Helena, like I didn't know which way was north. I, I no clue distances. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in general, I like I'm still to think bad. I'm okay. Like, I'm not good. Yeah, not good. And then number two for me is frying eggs, wow. and or incredible. I know, and or bacon. So bacon, if I if I cook Bacon's bacon semi regularly, bacon stuff. I I went through a stretch where I thought I was the best bacon cooker in the world. Like I was just hot. I was just nailing the bacon. Ooh, but I've if been I, on fire lately. Have you? Okay, good. see that's oh, I think yeah. that I think bacon's a thing where you just got to do it practice. regularly. It's all practice. practice. And honestly, it's probably eggs too. I don't cook a lot of over easy eggs. I wouldn't say like I always fuck them up. I just am inconsistent. Like sometimes they're great, sometimes they're horrible. So. I cannot remember the last time I fucked up an over easy egg. Generally. See, that's impressive. Katie's yeah. like way better. I insist that if we're having over easy eggs, she cooks them. So. Mm-hmm. Good picks. I like those. Thank you. 
Uh, we've been over this multiple times, and it feels kind of like a cop-out almost, but I am genuinely the worst line picker in the entire world. I will pick the slowest line no matter what. It fucking sucks. Traffic, uh, airports, yep. checkout lines, it's terrible. It's mm. it's an awful skill to not have. I'm sorry about that. Uh, and then my second one that I have was not laughing in inappropriate situations. I genuinely cannot control the urge whatsoever. Uh <laughs> I have no ability to do it. I I can't. I wish I could do... I was just one of those people who was like... I always feel like when I'm watching comedy shows or sketch shows or whatever, I'm like, these guys are keeping straight face. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that. I just don't have that in me. I don't either. Not not a skill Uh, I possess. It's probably harder when people are trying to actively make you laugh, too. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I feel like that would be easier. It's just that when I know that I can't... It's it's like, you know, when we're, uh, we're in mass and we're, like, fucking around in the back? Like, that is uncontrollable laugh that's like my body convulsing <laughs> laughing and i can't do anything right it. but i mean like we're also trying to make each other laugh in that's that true that's, that's, true. that's yes. true okay okay great work that was a, a much more substance than i expected on the on that was the a good segment where i can't believe that. the dishwasher thing that's fucking incredible I know. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right coin okay. it is time for week 10 of the bookie show you bookie show uh, Coin, you were two and three on your picks last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are twenty-five and twenty overall on the season. So okay, okay, and a fantastic plus three hundred and nineteen dollars. Hey, uh, Noel was a little hotter last week. Four and one last Let's week. Go, Noel. I am creeping back to five hundred twenty-two and twenty-five on the year. Only down thirty dollars. Oh, I thought so this I, got you out of the hole. My bad. No, I did not get out of the hole. Sadly, um, my only loss was. Taking the Packers over in points, which That's I had a chance fair. to bail on. I, I was going to give it to you. I was going to give it to you. I took it seven points lower. So yeah, yeah Jordan Love not good. Um, that said, coin you're dominating me, but we are dominating hashtag Teaser Night Football. I believe we hit four in a row. Four straight, baby. Oh, let's four go. Four straight. We're six and three on the year. Teaser Night Football. Yes, sir. Uh, so let's get into it. This week, we got the Ravens seven and a half point favorites over the Miami Dolphins. I didn't write it down. Correct. Uh, over under 46 and a half. I, this is not a slam dunk for me. I'd like to hear what you'd like to say. Okay. Uh, I thought it kind of was for me personally. Okay. Uh, Dolphins not gooned. I'm going to be going Ravens minus 1.5. Okay. Uh, people think that the, the Ravens kind of show up on defense. They don't. Their mm. defense is not good. They got pretty lucky against the Chargers. They got... They gave up a lot, a lot of points to a lot, a lot of teams this year. Uh, I think the Raiders, Chiefs, um, Bengals, didn't the Bengals, they or, all scored a shit ton of points on them, yeah, right? Bengals, like over, yeah. they've given up multiple 30-point games. I think that the, this Dolphins team kind of sneaky sneaks around sometimes, and Thursday night games are just weird, and I just, I like the over here. So I'm going to go Kay. Ravens minus one and a half over 40.5. That's what I was going to pick. So we've been consensus for like four weeks in a row. Um, I agree. You got to go Ravens. Um, I just wasn't sure over under. I mean, I could see, even though I agree the Ravens defense isn't great, um, I could see the Dolphins throwing a seven point up. It could be 30 30 to seven. I was kind of concerned about that, but I don't think so. But yeah, okay. All right. We will go Ravens minus one and a half over 40 and a half. Perfect. Uh, Give me your first pick, Coin. My first pick, Noel. So I've been kind of getting killed on teasers this year. I am just going to go with a straight bet right here. I'm going to be taking the Titans minus 2.5. The Saints are not very good. The Titans just keep winning, and I'm not going to bet against them. 
It seems like the right pick. Definitely seems like the right pick. Um, Is that a prelude to something? Okay. No, not at all. I don't. I okay. I, I I gazed at that one quite a bit. It was okay. staring me in the face. Titans have just beat four. It kind of does seem like a trap game. I'll give you that. <sighs> yeah, I don't know who's playing quarterback for the Saints, but no, it seems like they're all right. I'm gonna go with the L.A. Rams. Larm minus four on Monday Night Football at San Francisco. Like it. Um, bounce back from losing to the Titans. Larm's definitely Larm definitely in gunned. Larm in goon. That's undeniable. Not, and yeah. San Francisco, they're not good. No. They're not good. So not four good. points. Um, the NFC West games are always wonky, but I, I think mm-hmm. they bounce back. So Yeah. No, I like okay. this pick. I'll probably jump okay. on that. Okay. Next thing you know, I have the pain parlay. It's going to pain me to bet on this. Interesting. I will be taking the Jaguars plus 10 against the Colts. All right. I will be taking the Lions plus eight against the Steelers. Wow. And I will be taking the Falcons plus eight and a half against the Cowboys. That is disgusting. <laughs> it's really gross. What's that? And that pay? is right about plus 600. It's tasty. It's yeah. very tasty. I absolutely love it, actually. <laughs> I want to jump in. You sure <laughs> you're all in? You sure you don't want football team plus 10 on there? I very much considered it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. No. I, I don't uh, think I will. No, okay. I don't think I will. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I will. Okay, that is disgusting. I would call it the, I'd call it the puke parlay. Yeah, puke parlay is better. I'm going to go puke okay. parlay. All right. Uh, my second pick. Um, there is a game in Los Angeles, I believe. The Minnesota Vikings are playing the Los Angeles Chargers. True. In the all-time, I have no clue how to bet these teams game. Stay Bingo. the hell away. Bingo. And that's why I want to bet on the game. I will just go ahead and take over 53 points. I love this bet. You I do? love it. I okay. love it. Feels like a lot of points. And just because I'm betting it, it's going to be 10 to 7. But just feels like a high score. That was game. like feels the Chargers-Cowboys like... game for me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I love okay. this bet, actually. I, I was okay. trying to think of a way for me to get into. I was looking at the props. There's no props yeah. available, the ones that we like. Ah, so I'll keep man. monitoring that throughout the week, but okay. I love this pick. Okay. But I am taking a prop for my next pick. Okay. I call this one the return. Wilson, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers to combine for over four and a half passing touchdowns in their first game back, plus 150. Dude, I was literally, literally looking for this bet. I'm not kidding. Like this I have exact it for bet. us. I have this it for us. This exact bet. I was scoping out because I thought the same thing. I think Rodgers and Wilson throw for tugs. So get me in on this immediately. Yes. All right. Take my each. money. What? Take my money. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm rich. <laughs> all right. <sighs> With all the money this pod makes me, I'm fucking rich. All right. Love it. My, my favorite bet of yours of the year, probably. Four and a half, you said? Yep. E- easy money. Easy yeah, money. no question. All right, I'm going to take somewhat of a prop here, too. This is just a wing and a prayer here. In the Jags-Colts game, there will be a safety plus 750. I love this. That's it. AFC South, let's go. When you see weird games, make weird bets. That's <laughs> right. a rule to live by. I love that. That should yeah. be a creative yeah. of the pot. Yeah. Um, also, I got to somehow... Even if I go four and one on my bets, I make like fifty dollars. So like, I got to start making some big bets to catch up to you. And this one, you have twenty bucks on. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Throw 22 on them all. Yeah, whatever. I love it. Okay, now it is time for this week's Toto Picks with the Wizards of Ads. Toto? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. We're off to see the Wizards, the wonderful Wizards of Oz. You know, that song that you just sang reminds me of the (laughs) Wizard of Oz song. (laughs) That's amazing that you say that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very good at that. All right, the standings. Coin's up five to two. Coin is just like what? What can you say that hasn't been said? Coin is seven and two, picking picking winners, uh, underdog winners. Absurd. I am Oz, the great and powerful. This is about. This might be as hot as you could possibly get picking games. I think it is. It's definitely surpassed whatever I did the first year with the Stonesy picks. I think I was like six and one or something. This mm. is definitely. This is the most impressive thing that anyone's done on the pod. So I'm going to keep talking it up until you slump. Please do. No, I am rooting for you. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's times where That's I'll fun. say that I'm rooting for you to fail. Or that I'll say I want you to do well, but I'm really rooting for you to fail. Yeah, no, I need that. I super want you to continue. Cause Thank you. It's, it's, for the, it's for the pod. Uh, eight and one against the spread. Uh, I am three and six. We both hit last week. We did. You just had a, you just had a bigger underdog. Six point underdog, um, baby. Six and a half before the game. I think I had it two two twenty five. Roll cons, baby. Roll fucking cons. Uh, my picks are four and five against the spread. I don't know who goes first. It's actually you this week, which I'm bummed about. Okay. Well, here you go. You you mentioned this game already. I'm taking the Detroit Lions to. Oh, upset. I love this pick. The Pittsburgh Steelers. I love Steelers. this pick. Um. Steelers off this emotional win on Monday night. Lions off a bye. Um, Lions off a bye screams to me every trick play in the book. They've installed them all. Um, It's going to be disgusting. Last year, the Steelers got beat as like 10-point favorites to the Washington football team at home um, on a weird Monday night game. So I just, I'm taking the Lions. Uh, they are plus 310, according to oh, Bovada. Man, Pretty I love tasty. This. I love I have this at, You had them at plus eight. I have actually them at plus nine. But oh, way. okay. Plus 310. Plus 310. Wow. I'm impressed. Guarantee yourself. I mean, if they win, you win. It's, it, sucks to, it sucks to win and not get the win, right? It happened to me last week, so now I yeah. got to switch it up. Yeah. I think I'm going to go the safe route, unfortunately. There was a couple games I was really considering. Uh, I'm sure you considered this one as well. I'll be taking the Browns over the Patriots, plus two, plus 110 on the money line. I think it's the right play. Uh, the Patriots are fine. They're just an okay team. Whereas I think the Browns are actually above just okay. I think that they're an above average team. So that's what I'll be picking. The, uh, the Sands, Odell, Browns are better for sure. Chubb yeah. is out. I don't know if you heard that, but yeah, that does make first. He's for sure out. I'm pretty sure. Uh, maybe not. Maybe he's potentially in. But okay. Um, the other ones I did consider were, in fact, Jags plus three sixty and plus ten. I should have just yeah. done it to poo poo on you because <laughs> the Lions hit that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and I then did, did you did you consider Durs as home diggity dogs against the Chiefs? I don't know, man. That's tough. It's I mean, tough. yeah, I did. I looked at it. I glanced at it a few okay. times. Okay. I didn't okay. immediately disregard okay. it. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought maybe Eagles over Broncos was a potential, but I don't know. The Broncos looked pretty damn good last week. So. I, I don't want any part of that. I think yeah. that I hope that this is the week that Hurts gets benched because I would like to have Minshew on my team. 
Is Eagles Broncos the uh, basilisk game of the week? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I just hope that doesn't come up on Red Zone at yeah, all. I don't please don't ever show your face. <laughs> okay, that has been another episode of the Bookie Show with the, the Bookie Wizards. Show. You're about to see the Wizards, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Uh, what time is it now? It is ten thirty-three. Sounds like I might be a little dumb or a little bit of hilly humpties. There it is. Uh, that is right, everybody. It's time for Stumptown, the fun trivia game where I try to stump Mr. Coin. Bingo. A uh, lot of football going on these days, but guess what? College basketball is back in full swing tonight. Oh, God. The season opens tonight with some huge marquee matchups. Kansas versus Michigan State. Kentucky versus Duke. And, of course, Maryland versus Quinnipiac. Ah, let's go, Pens. Uh, Terps rolled the Bobcats tonight, by the way. But uh, nobody cares about college basketball in November. We only care about March. True. No, don't worry. It is a question about college basketball. Um, Specifically the tournament and the bracket-busting Cinderella's. According to some website I looked at, not sure if it's it's factually accurate. In the past 20 years, there have been exactly 10 double-digit seeds that have reached the Elite Eight. Ah. I'd like you to try to name five of them. Do I have to name the year? No. No, just the school. Literally just name the school. And Since the year what? For, uh, past 20 years. Past 20 okay, years. cool. But I will also, so you have two strikes as usual, but for every one of these teams that then made the final four, if you guess that team, you'll get an extra strike added on to your score. Cool. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm so and I will tell you that I believe four of these 10 teams ended up winning in the Elite Eight and making the final four. Correct. Go ahead. Syracuse. That is correct. In 2016, 10-seed Syracuse made the Final Four. Yep. Nice work. Yes, sir. Uh, VCU? That is correct. In 2011, VCU made the Final Four. Oh. I believe lost to Butler that year. Oh, Loyola Marymount. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, yeah, Loyola. Loyola Chicago. Yeah, Loyola, Loyola Chicago. Marymount is a different no, school. It is a different school, yeah. I will give you Loyola Chicago in 2018, who also made the Final Four. So yep. technically, you've got five strikes you can use. Oh, man. I feel like you I should I want to say it. Wichita State. According to this list, I don't believe that is correct. Uh, I better I better Google it, but as of now, I'm going to say no. So keep okay. guessing. Okay. Guessing? Guessing. Oh, UConn. Unfortunately, no. Oh, they're a nine UConn seed? UConn is not on Fuck. the list. They must have been a eight or nine seed. Oh, there were seven. There were seven seed. Seven seed. Um, I'm going to say Louisville because it'll kick my ass if they weren't one of them. Louisville also not on the list. Okay, sadly. good, 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 good. I just want to get that out of the way. Good, 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 good guess. Uh, FGCU. Good guess. Uh, sadly, they only made the Sweet 16. There has never been a... They were a 15. There's 15 never been seed. a 15 right. seed make the Elite Eight. 
right, 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 right. Can you give me a year? The most recent one, maybe? 2021. <laughs> oh man, Jesus! I'll get you want I a really I got big that hint? one already. No, that Loyola was 2018. What? How about the team that beat them this year? I was at the game. You were? Yeah. Oregon State. That is correct. Oregon That's State right. was only the second 12 seed ever to make the Elite Eight. I kind of think Oregon did it once too, didn't it? Is that your guess? Yeah. Incorrect. Okay. Oregon not unless you got one guess left to get one more team. UCLA as an 11 seed. UCLA. Incorrect. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Klein. The correct answers that you were not able to get. Uh, in 2017, Xavier made it to the late eight. Man, I should have gotten that. Xavier, St. Louis, a few of those teams just always do it. <laughs> I wouldn't have got Xavier. Uh, 2014, Dayton made it as an 11 seed. Yeah. Sounds sort of familiar. Here's the two that I would have gotten, or maybe you should have gotten. In tw- 2008, 10 seed Davidson with a guy named Steph, Steph Curry, Curry made the yeah. Elite Eight. That's kind of long ago. And then the most famous one was George Mason in 2006. That's right. That's who right. went to the Final Four against UCLA, I believe. Maybe that's what right. you were thinking. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty hard. That's a pretty hard one. I like that. We're not, I just, we're don't, not I just don't know shit about college basketball. basketball. Yeah, it's tough. Not either. It's just the memories. Like, does that? Uh, I mean, final. for like, college basketball guys that are screaming at me, like, I don't know, man. I watch real sports. Sorry. Yeah, we watch yeah. the pros. They're better. Watch the pros. <laughs> That's a good, <laughs> good stump town. No, I should have. I should have definitely gotten that one. Well done. It's all good. Okay, that has been an episode of the Rookie Show. New Rookie Show. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> um, you can follow us uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram at Rookie Show Pod. You can email us. RookieShowPod at gmail.com. You can, in fact. We're going to try to sort through all the emails this week, so just bear with yeah, us. Yeah, there's a lot of listener questions this week. It's like a yeah. little overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me at KingCoin on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at DeCreamFillin uh, on Twitter. You can follow me at CTravisNull on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Cheese Johnson. Nice. Who, uh, is ninth all time for the Wichita State um, Shockers in steals. Cheese, Cheese Johnson. He's he's just behind PJ Cousinard mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Aubrey Sherrod. Those are all definitely names. Although you know sure. there's a name on two names on here: Fred Van Vliet and Ron Baker. FVV, Ronnie yeah. B. Yeah, okay. So then I guess who's going to play us out this week? What was the song you had? The Something in Nine? Should uh, We'll play the uh, the Jonas Brothers song so people can hear Last Christmas? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. It is uh, Jonas Brothers. Play us out. Play us out, Joe Bros. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. You're going to hear it. You're going to be I like, can't holy wait. shit. I'm excited. And you're never going to not hear it. <laughs> you're never going to not. All right. We'll see All you later. All right. See ya. I see you calling I didn't want to leave you like that It's five in the morning Yeah, yeah A hundred on the dash Cause my wheels are rolling 
Yeah, yeah, no. Ah. 